which was 1773 as the spring, and various other small details involving this. The committees of correspondence, which he's referencing, were formed throughout the colonies as a means of coordinating action against Great Britain. Many were formed by the legislatures of the respective 13 colonies, other by extra-governmental associations, such as the Sons of Liberty, in various colonies. In any case, the members of these organizations represented the leading men of each colony. It took some time, and finally an act as dramatic as the Boston Port Bill, to coordinate the colonies into combined action against Great Britain. The circular letters referenced throughout this were a common method of communication between colonies. They were written by committees of correspondence by the various legislatures, by town councils, and the Sons of Liberty organizations. These letters circulated in many copies from colony to colony and were often printed in the colonial papers or posted in public places. There may have been a number, says Jefferson as he goes on, and a member or two more whom I do not recollect. We were all sensible, and he's referring now to the committee, we were all sensible that the most urgent of all measures was that of coming to an understanding with all the other colonies to consider the British claims as a common cause for us all, and to produce a unity of action, and for this purpose that a committee of correspondence in each colony would be the best instrument for intercommunication, and that their first measure would probably be to propose a meeting of deputies from every colony at some central place who should be charged with the direction of the measures which should be taken by all, said Mr. Jefferson. The importance here is this is the first time in the 1770s that the colonies actually were thinking about gathering and getting together physically and in terms of information, data, and circulating letters to deal with Great Britain as one person or one entity. Jefferson goes on, we therefore drew up the resolutions which may be seen Elsewhere, the consulting members proposed to me to move them, but I urged that it should be done by Mr. Carr, my friend and brother-in-law, then a new member of whom I wished an opportunity should be given of making known to the House his great worth and talents. In other words, Jefferson is saying here that this is a formal declaration. It was made in the Virginia House of Burgesses, and this was an initial step from Virginia, probably the leading colony at this time. It was so agreed, goes Jefferson on to say, and Mr. Carr moved them and they were agreed to. A committee was appointed with whom Peyton Randolph, the Speaker, and this is the Speaker of the House of Burgesses, was chairman. The governor, then Lord Dunmore, dissolved us, but the committee met the next day and prepared a circular letter to the speakers of the other colonies, enclosing to each a copy of the resolutions, and left in charge with their chairman to forward them by express. Now, the commentary in this is that when the news of the resolutions reached the executive, this is Lord Dunmore, just referenced by Jefferson, he appeared in the floor with the following announcement. Mr. Speaker and gentlemen of the House of Burgesses, I have in my hand a paper published by order of your house, conceived in such terms as to reflect highly upon His Majesty and the Parliament of Great Britain, which makes it necessary to dissolve you, and you are dissolved accordingly. The House was then disbanded and moved to the private accommodation at the Raleigh. This marked the transition of Virginia from a regal or royal government to an independent one. 
though Dunmore would convene the House once more about a year from that day in order to consider a plan of reconciliation offered by Lord North, the association was to be only popularly recognized government in Virginia until the beginning of the war. In other words, this was the end of the regal part and the beginning of the colonial part or the United States of America in this one state. Rhode Island was the first to respond to the Virginia Association in May by adopting similar measures. The Massachusetts House of Representatives followed in kind on May 28th. These acts and others like them laid the groundwork for the union of the colonies in a general Congress. Now back to Jefferson. The next event which excited our sympathies for Massachusetts was the Boston Port Bill, by which that port was to be shut up on the 1st of June, 1774. This arrived while we were in session in the spring of that year, 1974. The lead in the House on these subjects being no longer left to the older members.